It's the Prentice also Heating and Air Coaches Corner, fueled by Donut Country and McDonald's Murfreesboro on FM 101.9, FM 100.5, AM 1450, streaming at WGNSSports.com and our iPhone and Android apps. This portion of the show is brought to you by Middle Tennessee Electric, Little Caesars Pizza, Craig's Tax Service, and Franklin's Printworks. Welcome back in. It's time to talk some Oakland football this morning here on the show. Oakland coach Kevin Creasy is joining us in studio after uh, dispatching the Shelbyville Golden Eagles 56-6 to last night. Coach, congrats on the win. Thank you. Appreciate it. We're uh, glad to be moving on. It's, it, it's that time of the year where nothing's a guarantee, is it? That's right. That's right. You see a lot of good teams, uh, you know, taking up their equipment this week, and uh, we, we're we glad we're not done quite yet, you know, but uh, it's one of those times of the year where you're a little banged up and you just got to, you know, you just got to go out there and survive and move on the next week. You don't have to, you know, win 50 to nothing. You just got to get out there and get a W and move on to the next week. Although that does help to let you get some other kids in, I would assume, to have uh, 56 on the board. Yeah, we did get a bunch of uh, younger guys in. I thought it was cool for them to get some, you know, playoff experience. But, uh, you know, give credit to our older guys. They did a did a heck of a job of taking that lead and, and getting us an opportunity to get some younger guys in. I mentioned that with Danny Brewer on our uh, game last night, our post-game broadcast about – I mean, you seem to have a knack for that, and it's because you've you've got a senior laden team that gets you a good lead. But you get you get kids in that that see experience, and so you're seeing you know sophomores and juniors get on the playing field quite a bit. Which which that's how you build your program, though. Yeah, and you know we had several guys out. We had several starters out, and uh, played a lot of young guys as starters, and those young guys stepped it up. I was impressed with. Um, how well some of our guys that it was their first time starting played. So uh, we were happy, you know, with the fact that even though we had some of our guys that we lean on, some of our full-time starters out, uh, we had some young guys that stepped up and knew what was on the line and and, uh, got the job done. Coach, um, when – when you can score on special teams and defense can score for you, that that often ignites the uh, the the offense. And well, uh, Horton had a great night for you last night on both sides of the ball, really, didn't he? He did. You know, um, early in the game, he he got a pick six. You know, sometimes uh, you know we've been letting some other DBs play, but uh, you know it was one of those situations where Isaiah had to play on both sides of the ball played a lot of snaps first half almost in every snap and uh, like I said to to get the momentum going our way with a pick six uh, that was huge you know later in the game he had a touchdown reception himself and then also uh, caught a special play in which he uh, threw a touchdown pass so uh, you know found three different ways to score and uh, that's that's going to be a memory he'll have for a lifetime. Most certainly, most certainly. Um, you know the the uh, the fact that you have maybe Horton this week, and it's you know uh, Khalil James running the ball well for you, and Jordan James. I mean, you you have so many playmakers, but these guys don't seem to be a selfish bunch, and sometimes that that can that can overtake a football team to be honest with you but that doesn't happen with your guys it doesn't seem listen that was that was one of the best compliments we've gotten over the last few years is i remember kid hartsfield said somehow 
Coach Creasy's uh, keeping them all happy, even though there's only one football. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, that's that's a testament to them and the way they were raised. You know, uh, uh, we have a lot of guys that could do well if we were just, you know, a one-guy team, you know. Um, but we were real, real happy to spread the wealth. And, and like I said, you never, you know, never really hear the belly aching of I need more touches and that sort of thing. Our guys are kind of bought into – uh, we just want to win, and and like I said last night, had guys step up and uh, you know make plays. It it was uh, good to see our quarterback. You know he he was almost perfect for the night. I think he threw one in, one incompletion. Uh, you know had a couple touchdowns, ran for a touchdown. Jordan James, you know broke a hundred yards again, but uh, almost had a hundred yards receiving too. So you know a quiet night for Jordan. Uh, but a quiet night. <laughs> yeah, but most people would would die to have a hundred yards rushing and almost a hundred yards receiving. Uh, Khalil James, you know, caught two touchdown passes. Uh, Trey Johnson got to start for us, a young linebacker that uh, showed out by having like a fifty yard interception return for a touchdown. Uh, so two pick sixes uh, definitely get the momentum shifted in the direction you want it to go. Well, the the reason I I'm, I mentioned what I did about I was just thinking about Isaiah you know it, it's not every week that he gets a pass thrown to him you know but he's done doing so many other things on the football field and um but he had his moment he had his chance and when it was his chance last night he he answered the bell in many ways so that's that's really kind of how you seem to be approaching it with these guys and and keeping that one football and a lot of people wanting to touch it <laughs> well you know give credit to isaiah um i think that uh you know our society and culture nowadays kind of teach people to be a me guy instead of a team guy and you look at the long run that Antonio Patterson had, uh, it would have been a 10-yard gain if Isaiah Horton wasn't out, out there blocking for him. Yeah. Isaiah had a key block that, that sprung him for a 60-yard touchdown. and uh, So, you know, when Isaiah gets the ball, Antonio's got to block. You know, and when Antonio and Isaiah are blocking, a lot of times it's Khalil or, or Jordan James that, that are running the ball. And so, you know, everybody's got a role on the team. That's what makes football so great. And it's, uh, it's not an individual sport, you know. It's a team sport, and um, if you get everybody bought in, uh, you can usually have a lot of success. Coach Kevin Creasy joining us this morning, talking Oakland football. Uh, the different positions on the field, you think, uh, running back. Well, you want somebody that can block, too. And with Isaiah, you know, it's those little things that – go unnoticed that probably aren't on a lot of highlight reels and and things of that nature but that's how you win football games and being willing to do that yeah I, you know later in the playoffs everybody's going to try to make you left-handed i guess is what you'd say you know make you left-handed if you're right-handed and they're going to take away what what you do well they're going to uh key in on you know that one guy that can't beat them and uh you know, there's always got to be somebody else stepping up. Like I said, our defense scored twice last night. That was huge. Um, turned right back around, and, you know, our quarterback was throwing the ball on the money, even though it was uh, rainy and dreary outside. You know, there was a little bit of uh, wind that was a factor. Uh, I thought that was uh, big for our quarterback to come out and have some uh, big-time completions, uh, threw, threw the ball short well, threw it deep well. Uh, and then you, you look at Jordan, you know, everybody is, uh, you know, talking about one of the best running backs in the southeast and, you know, what 
really is uh, a compliment to Jordan is, of course, he, he's a great running back, but uh, he's a great blocker. You know, he's a great uh, receiver. Uh, you can split him out. You can throw it to him out of the backfield. Uh, had a huge catch against one of their best players. Uh, they have a big 6'5 defensive end that's very athletic, and he peeled out and, and went down the field to cover Jordan, and Jordan still made the catch. So um, that's the sort of thing that Jordan is seeing in the SEC. And so when people flip on the film, they can see him having success now. He'll have success later as well. Is that one of the things, I would imagine so, that when college coaches are looking at film, looking to see who to recruit, they, they look for those little things, don't they? Yeah, you know, guys uh, in college get paid millions of dollars. They they don't want to lose those jobs, so they don't want to miss out on, uh, you know, picking somebody that's, that's going to cost them their job. So uh, they look at guys just as much when they don't have the ball as they do when they do have the ball. And, and you watch Jordan, he's – He's probably our best blocker on the team. He's got great hands. And then, of course, uh, he's a guy that's willing to play uh, different positions and then, of course, uh, help us out on special teams. You, you mentioned something a minute ago about, you know, the teams want to make you play left-handed, and that that just made me think about it. there. There are no secrets, even on the high school level anymore. But, you know, years ago, maybe when you first started coaching, I know certainly when I first started doing this uh, radio thing, you know, it was hard to get film. It was hard to, you know, scout and that kind of things. But uh, anymore, you can't keep a secret, can you? <laughs> <laughs> well, not really. I mean, there's kind of a gentleman agreement that, you know, you'll swap the last two games. And, yeah. Uh, Coach Gentry and myself, we, we talk and we're like, listen, we'll just pick out about four games that, that you want to swap and four that we'll swap. And, you know, that way you don't have to beat down the bushes when you get to, you know, working on each other. And I think that's pretty pretty good. Uh, but it's not like you couldn't find it if you wanted it. Well, I mean, it's a button, you know, a push button away. Yeah. So with huddle and everything, you know, someone that – uh, really out to get you can push a button and send it to whoever so you just got to assume that everybody has every film on you and and uh you know a lot of times you know it keeps you up late at night kind of figure out a new way to draw up a, a a run play or something but not reinvent the wheel at the same time but uh, opposite of that is you know somebody's over there having to draw up all those plays that you've ran and we uh, i think 11 games uh 12 weeks into the season that's a that's a lot of work uh for somebody over the weekend yeah and uh, are you always uh, that was one of the things i wanted to ask you about and, and and your coaches you have to be always thinking about that even in the back of your mind even if you're at your kids you know saturday football game or wherever i mean it's the wheels are always turning during the season oh that's a fact that's uh I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing, but, you know, you can catch yourself driving down the road and uh, make sure you didn't, you know, didn't run a stop sign or something because you're focused in on some kind of play you're thinking about. So that's uh, that's one of those things. Uh, it can drive you crazy if you let it. But, you know, like I said, luckily we've got a lot of different playmakers that, uh, you know, you can find unique ways to get the ball to. Kevin Creasy joining us this morning as we talk uh, Oakland football. Um, I saw this stat in one of the uh, local publications that uh, you've held 
16 of uh, your last 25 playoff opponents to a touchdown or less. You can win a lot of football games doing that, can't you? Yeah, you absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. You know, our our defensive coaches they've they've always done a great job, and uh, you know, like I said, they they were missing some key guys last night, um, but you know, they have a system. You know, it's not just a defense of the week. They have a system, and uh, they plug some young guys in, and and because of that, there was a lot of success. You know, uh, Corey Smith had a ton of tackles, and they were able to move him around. Uh, Chandler Lilly also had an interception. Uh, so, you know, calls and turnovers is, is big for defensive success. Uh, we've got three guys in the middle that, you know, just eat up blocks. I, I thought uh, maybe they may have missed a, a turnover last night. Uh, Theron Gaines stripped a guy and, uh, you know, ends up taking it to the house. And they, they said that the kids' forward progress was stopped. But uh, the very next play, they score. So, you know, they're kind of when our uh, momentum shift one more time, fourth turnover, and then, of course, uh, also when our shutout. So our guys were a little disappointed in that. But, you know, when you've got uh, D-Ron and, and guys like uh, D-Ron up in the middle, uh, Caleb Cole, uh, they do a great job of just being steady every week and, and, and making plays when you need them. Um I wanted to ask you about, and I hope you think this is a fair question. I'm not trying to corner you here on on this or anything, but football, a football team, there there are a lot of kids that participate. And is there a position, um, maybe your line? What do you think doesn't get for Oakland doesn't get the recognition that maybe it deserves, or is kind of overshadowed by your big playmakers? Yeah, you know, uh, definitely our kicker. I, I think he got got snubbed on Mr. Football. Uh, you look at how valuable our kicker's been this year. You know, just because we've had three previous kickers up for Mr. Football, that didn't make it right to snub him any because uh, he's done a heck of a job. Uh, you know, Rogers hopefully will be playing at the next level someday, and he uses that as motivation and, uh, you know, this time of year, you really find out just how valuable kickers are. And then, of course, our offensive line. You know, our offensive line, uh, Carson Shaw is a guy that's uh, 220 pounds soaking wet. And uh, we can play him all over the offensive line and uh, started for us every game last year. Sometimes he was at guard. Sometimes he was at center. And sometimes in the middle of a series, he would go from guard to center. So if you could imagine – playing one position one play in the very next position you got to get a get your hand on the ball and snap it and uh try to block a guy that's 100 pounds heavier than you at nose guard uh so yeah we've got a lot of good uh hard nosed kids at o-line that you know you never really hear them uh, get their name mentioned unless they have a penalty so um we're real proud of those guys uh uh and they're they're the guys that are kind of the the unheralded uh heroes that that make it uh, possible for us to score uh, a bunch of points. And then, like I said, uh, we've got a good group on, on, on defense. And, and you look at what we've done uh, in the kicking game, you know, and, of course, it takes a good holder, it takes a good snapper, and it takes good protection, you know, to score all those points on extra points. So, uh, again, it's, it's a team effort. And I don't see a lot of offensive line guys, you know, crying about their name not being mentioned in the newspaper. They – they understand their role, and and that's what makes this team special. It, it it's good to see 
others like Jordan James and those who get the blocking up front always give that credit though your your guys your teams have always seemed to know where the credit is due yeah you know uh i think that's maturity on their part you know when you're watching some youth football you know you see some of these guys kind of emulating what they see on tv and you know beat yourself on the chest and pat yourself on the back but you know uh the older they get the more they realize you know if i don't have an offensive line blocking for me i'm in trouble if i don't have these guys on defense turning the ball over and getting it back for us, you know, we're not going to have the success that, we, that we're that uh, we desiring. So, uh, again, you know, one feeds off the other. Uh, whenever we can get rolling with offense, defense, and special teams all playing at its highest level, then, you know, uh, we could be dangerous. Coach, you, you, you mentioned highest level, and I, I have a great deal of respect for all – the coaches here in in this county in this community i mean this 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 game of football and in in this area is so tough and and the pressure that's involved and how did how do you all handle the pressure so well of always having the target on your back i mean you you get everybody's best shot you know we heard at lebanon last night they're 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 fired up they're they're ready to play you know you you get everybody's best shot and no no other way to say it how do you handle the pressure of that and and relay that to the kids or is it is it just the maturity of your group well i think you know they've kind of seen it uh trickle down through the years you know they've a lot of these guys were in uh our middle school and and got to see the pressure that were on some guys in 2016 2018 stuff like that and um you know some of them were a part of the 2020 championship but it's one of those deals where uh, you know, they, they see how other guys have handled it. And, you know, last night we had a team that went forward about 15 times on fourth down. And uh, so it's that time of year where a lot of guys just look at it like, what I have to lose? You know, we're playing the number one team in the state. So uh, why wouldn't we go for it on fourth down on our own 25? And, uh, you know, give Shovel credit. They they made several of those fourth down conversions and uh, kept drives alive and stuff like that. But, you know, later on, you know, that kind of stuff cost them. But, uh, you know, our guys are going to kind of play the way we're used to playing. And uh, that's one thing I, I give our assistant coaches credit for. Those those guys have always had everyone ready to play, you know, whether we're playing a 1-7 and seven Warren County or we're playing the Mississippi State Champions, uh, you know, we're uh, – we're uh, always focused and, and understand the uh, the magnitude of the situation. I guess you'd say. Yeah, I mean, th- that in itself is is difficult. I mean, you you look up and there's nothing that's a secret anymore. I mean, you knew last week that Warren County came in with one win, but mm-hmm. but your guys still had to go out there and and win the football game, and they just seem not to to worry about that kind of stuff, or it doesn't get to them as as much as you might think. Right, and you know. It's playoff season, so we know yeah. that, you know, uh, third round of the playoffs, uh, a lot of people were expecting uh, it to be a Riverdale-Oakland rematch. And uh, with that impressive win Lebanon had last night, they've definitely got our attention. And, you know, we go on the road, so that's always tough. And, um, you know, hopefully, uh, you know, we get, we get things started early because, uh, you know, a team like Lebanon – uh, playing with a lot of momentum, got a lot of good players and good coaches over there. Uh, very dangerous this time of year. 
Um, I, I know you're not looking ahead, and it's 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 week to week, and, and we're not going to look ahead either. I, I was just thinking in my mind, I know you've got to go on the road next week. Uh, there, if there's an upset in the other part of the East bracket, you could possibly be at home again. But it, it, to get to your goal of Chattanooga, uh, you're probably going to have to do it with not being at Ray Hughes Stadium again. Yeah, you know, and that's just part of it. That's what makes playoffs so special, you know. Uh, there's more than one one seed out there, and so it rotates year to year. And, um, you know, taking the show on the road is, is just part of it. And, um, you know, that's one thing that uh, we pretty much tied up last night is that uh, we went undefeated at home again. So that's some uh, something that's special. And one of our goals every year is to, you know, keep winning at home and, and – uh, you know, I, I don't know that we'll be back this year, uh, but, you know, that's one of our goals that we have met and, and real proud of is that, you know, we've won again uh, all of our games on, on, on our home turf. Well, I've uh, got to go to Lebanon. Um, I, I've already heard people mentioning, you know, Oakland and Mount Juliet years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, that, that was – such a, a signature pivotal game in that series, but boy, did it kind of slingshot you all to the state championship. You just never know, do you? Yeah, you don't. And boy, I tell you, that was a, you talk about an instant classic. That was definitely a great game. Um, you know, and it's uh, got all the, the, the writings that it may be very similar this week. Uh, had a tough game with Mount Juliet a few years ago. And like you said, it did springboard us probably. Uh, from 2018 into uh, a good playoff run. But, uh, you know, you look at what Lebanon's done, it's pretty impressive. And um, we were able to watch the last couple minutes of the ball game because it was on TV in our in our field house. So, uh, you know, it's uh, pretty impressive, not only what they've done, but uh, to win the game in the fourth quarter. You know, I think that's huge uh, for them to win the fourth quarter. Uh, that tells you a little bit about their team. Coach, tell me uh, what you know about the uh, the, the Blue Devils and um, what it's going to take to win over there next Friday. Well, we've seen them a couple times in the playoffs over the years. And uh, Coach Gentry, you know, uh, <laughs> he and I have been playing each other since the Trousdale uh, Carthage days. You know, he was uh, OC for uh, Smith County. I was DC for uh, Trousdale. And, uh, he's always done a great job. I mean, he's a heck of a coach, and he has assembled a great staff. I know he's got some really good coaches over there, uh, but you look on the field, man, they've got some impressive players, and uh, it starts with the quarterback. You know, uh, when it was uh, gut check time last night, you could tell the ball was going to be in his hands. And uh, matter of fact, they kept it in his hands to the very last second. Uh, you know, even the last play uh, – you know, he, he had the ball to, to run out the clock. So, um, you know, I think he kind of is the guy that, that is uh, front and center. But then, of course, he's got a lot of weapons too. Uh, you know, just uh, watching those guys throughout the season. We played a Thursday night game. I was able to watch uh, on TV a Mount Juliet game. And Lebanon broke their losing streak against Mount Juliet. And uh, the guy that stood out for me was number two. Uh, he he played uh, his heart out against Mount Juliet and had a pick six and and you could tell he had a different gear. He just uh, he was just a step faster than everybody else out there. So uh, for them to to beat their rival, I think it was like thirty five to nothing. That was that was a 
big win and and like i said got my attention while i was just sitting on the couch watching well uh they've won 11 football games uh this year that's more than they've ever won um since 1951 uh their their quarterback has set all kinds of records you just mentioned in abston there um I don't know how many yards he had. He had 1,700-plus going into it, and that was more than any quarterback in 40 years. So all of those things to say that their community's excited about it, the Oakland community, let's get excited about it because it's a it's a great atmosphere, great place to go, and it's right up the street with plenty of restaurants in between. That's true. That's true. It is just right down the road, you know, head up 231, and they've got great facilities. And, you know, I, I flipped on the – you know, like I said, in the field house last night, and um, <clears throat> saw some empty seats, and that was discouraging uh, for a second round playoff game. There were some empty seats, and you know, I don't know if people just decided it was going to be easier to watch it on TV, but I'm almost certain this one will not be on television. And uh, our kids, they deserve you to be there. Uh, we. We need our guys uh, to, to be fired up just like Lebanon's going to be. I promise the home side will be fired up. Uh, sometimes I think we kind of get spoiled over here. You know, we get used to winning and, <clears throat> you know, we're supposed to be playing in the fourth round every year and that sort of thing. That's not guaranteed. And and uh, you just look at a, a community like Lebanon that loves football. They've always loved football. Um, they've taken some really good Oakland teams and, and sent them packing over the years. If you look back through the history, there's been a rivalry between Lebanon and Oakland dates back way before uh, the the 80s. And so you gotta you gotta always look at how they're going to respond to winning. And I think it's pretty neat how they they were so fired up last night. And you know, like I said, sometimes we get spoiled uh, because of we're used to winning. But uh, when you know it's on the line, your season could end. I think we got to have a lot of support. So I challenge all of our Oakland fans, you know, buy the ticket early and get in a seat early and make a lot of noise once you get there. Well, it's it's definitely one of those old school rivalries, uh, former district, uh, uh, you know, foe and and all that kind of thing, just right up the road. And uh, we made the the trip last night with Riverdale. It uh, only take you about a little little more than a half an hour. You can take eight forty if you want to, if you want to go a little faster and get there in plenty of time and very easy to find. So uh, hope to see you there next Friday night as Oakland travels to Lebanon. Coach, appreciate you coming in this morning. All right, appreciate it. That's Coach Kevin Creasy joining us talking Oakland football here on the Prentice also heating and air coaches corner winners trophies can help you with customized awards for any occasion owner kelly hockenberry continues to provide awards for sports teams churches recognition awards and more call winners trophies at 904-6002 that's 904-6002 for the best in quality service and pricing you can also email kelly winners trophy at comcast.net that's winners trophy at comcast.net any award for any occasion. Winner's Trophies, 904-6002. We're at Rick's Barbecue talking with Anne-Marie Brintz, who says they're ready to feed your entire crew with the family pack. It's a pound of pork or any of our pulled meats, and then you get two 16-ounce sides, and then you get a bag of chips, which are plain or barbecue, and then the buns come with it. And then you get one of our drink choices, which is either a two-liter of one of our sodas or a half-gallon of one of our teas. And don't forget the famous Rick's Loaded Baked Potato. That's the biggest potato you can get. They're uh, right at two pounds. Let Rick's Barbecue do the cooking. 212 Warrior Drive. 
From dings and dents to full body work, Bowen's Body Shop has been trusted by Rutherford Countyans for over three decades. Let Jeff and Kyle Bowen put their years of experience to work for you. They have a large paint and body shop at 459 Middle Tennessee Boulevard with all their work done on site. If you have a fender bender or even worse, Bowen's Body Shop is the place to call. 896-0008. Family owned and operated. That's Bowen's Body Shop. 896-0008. Sometimes money is harder to get and even harder to keep. I'm State Farm Agent David Wilson. I would like to offer you a discount double check. and I can go through your car insurance policy to make sure you're getting the discounts you deserve. Let us help put more money in your pocket by giving us a call at 893-9898. With a service you get from State Farm, you might think our car insurance costs more. I'm State Farm Agent Jeannie Allman. Give me a call at 615-896-2013. With discounts up to 40%, you may find it even costs less. Find and finance the right space for your business. Hi, I'm John Dietrich, commercial lender at the 1708 Gateway Boulevard location of First National Bank of Middle Tennessee. Let me help you purchase, finance, or build a commercial property with local decisions, competitive rates, and friendly service. Our team looks forward to working with you as we grow this dynamic community. First National Bank of Middle Tennessee, equal housing lender, member FDIC, NMLS number 401715. Dr. Russell McKissick of Tennessee Orthopedic Alliance talks about the grassroots effort in our local schools to ensure proper care for players. To make sure our teams are covered here locally, be there for our trainers. Yeah, it's a passion that we have to try to take care of our athletes here in town and be there just to keep everybody playing as healthy and as best they can. From a community standpoint, one of the most important things you do at TOA, I'd guess. I think it's definitely a way to pay back to our community just to be there for them and watch some great sports too. Tennessee Orthopedic Alliance. TOA. Live your best life. How about a fix for your sweet tooth? Donut Country is open 24 hours a day to cure your cravings. They've been serving up the freshest donuts in Murfreesboro since 1978. There's just something different about donuts from Donut Country. Bo and Cindy Davis and their wonderful staff will greet you with a smile, and you'll see all donuts aren't created equal. Fresh donuts anytime you want them 24-7 at Donut Country.